Hey, how's everybody doing out there? I uh, just wanted to touch base with you all. Uh, late night episode. And uh, just wanted to touch base and do a quick recap of what we just saw. Danny Jacobs versus King Gabe Rosado. The fight just concluded a few minutes back. And uh, Danny Jacobs ends up walking away with... He, he ends up walking away with a split decision victory 115 to 113 i saw it a little bit wider than that as i was scoring the fight i gave it to danny jacobs in a 117 111 so i had the score a little bit wider um what, what did we see tonight we saw the upside like i had mentioned on the preview show the upside was for king gabe rosado right gabe rosado if he showed up as a game fighter which he always is um I saw that if he if he showed up and gave Danny Jacobs a tough fight uh, and actually took risks, then he, the upside was for him, right, to be able to take the fight to Danny Jacobs and possibly pull off the upset. Uh, nonetheless, uh, all along, I, I thought that that when uh, when Danny Jacobs made the comment that there was levels, I thought that was the most accurate reading to this fight. That there is levels. That Danny Jacobs is a, has better technique, better boxing skill, uh, better ring IQ, and um, and the power and size would become uh, too much of a factor for Gabe Rosado to handle. Uh, we didn't see either one of those scenarios play out. Uh, right off the bat, as the first round kicks off, you see Danny Jacobs start uh, letting go of that left jab. Uh, he starts uh, establishing his, his jab, and and it looked like he was going to be be able to to start establishing the pace of the fight. And that didn't happen. Gabe Rosado starts going in and out, trying to land some combinations, double double left jab with the right overhand at one point in the first uh, first round, uh, repeated that in the second round. And so he was refusing to give in to the pace that Danny Jacobs was trying to set. And from there, we basically saw the same thing uh, throughout the fight, kind of a kind of a slow paced fight. Neither fighter willing to take that chance. Neither fighter willing to take the risk. They were connecting on one another. Danny Jacobs' right side was was bruising up, including he had a small welt on the outside of his right eye. Um, Gay Rosado pretty bruised up as well. So they were connecting. They were hitting each other. Nonetheless, neither fighter was willing to take the risk. Danny Jacobs was not willing to impose his, his will, his power, his size on Gabe Rosado, which if he would have done so, I really believe he could have taken out Gabe Rosado between the fifth and seventh round is how I saw this fight uh, playing out. That didn't happen. Uh, Gabe Rosado making this a dogfight, just grinding out. Um... Uh, a fight, a type of fight, making it to where, where it's inside the pocket, inside the phone booth, as they say, pushing J Jacobs to the ropes and so forth would have been the style that I would have imagined Rosado would have approached this fight in. And, um, and he didn't either. Uh, it was, it was a somewhat of a slow pace, uh, somewhat of a dud of a fight. Uh, nonetheless, it was good to see both of them back in action. Uh, you could tell that there was, if a lot of fighters don't believe that they're in, in ring rust and, and, and the inactivity that it has much, that inactivity will play much of a factor in, in these fights. Um, it looks like it played a factor tonight. Uh, neither one of them were in the, in the, in the top of, uh, of their games. Uh, nonetheless, the upside is for Gabe Rosado because he gives a showing in which he takes the loss, 
but he shows that he's gonna most likely be in the ring again fairly soon within the next few months he went against one of the top contenders at 160 and top contenders at 168 and and he held his own he held his ground he stood his ground held his own and didn't take major damage um and didn't take any major risks either so he's gonna live on to fight another day and and maybe get himself into another decent name fight uh with a decent name opponent uh, another payday for him. So he showed that he's not he's not on his way out yet, um, and and that was a key factor, right? For for him, the plus side is that he didn't take any major damage. Uh, for Danny Jacobs, it doesn't look very good, right? Although he did win, uh, I, I thought it was fairly clear that he won. He pulled out this victory. Uh, I I was expecting him to just show up and and make a statement on this fight and start twenty twenty one as a uh, as a willing contender, as a, as a contender ready to take on all comers. And now it's almost like he has to go back to the drawing board. Don't try to get him a big fight, uh, eventually. And I'm sure he's, he's definitely gonna, he's definitely gonna show up for his next bout if it's a bigger name. And that's possibly what happened. What we saw here is that he just, he wasn't, he wasn't ready for, for this one. Like this, this fight didn't seem to have waken him up. It didn't wake up the monster, uh, within Danny Jacobs to, to give a better showing. Uh, nonetheless, the, I think the biggest, the, the only time that, that the heart rate got going a little bit during the fight was at the end when they were announcing the winner. And the announcer seems like he was asleep himself on the side of the ring and ends up reading out, uh, from Philadelphia. Pennsylvania, as he's announcing that Gabriel Zaro throws his hand up and he quickly runs to Freddie Roach and hugs him as if they got the victory. The announcer obviously announced the wrong hometown of the winner, which should have been New York, right? For, for Danny Jacobs. Um, he announces a wrong hometown. There's a little bit of confusion going on and who won, who this, who that. And, uh, that's going a little back and forth. Eventually it got cleared up fairly quickly. Danny Jacobs jumps on the turnbuckle, raises his hands, walks out of the ring and then has his interview with, uh, with Chris Mannix from, from the zone. Uh, so all that, that seemed to be the, the little confusion and it seemed to be the, the only time that the, that the heart rate got going a little bit during the fight because, uh, as for that, it was a fairly slow, slow paced, um, not much action, if any, uh, throughout the fight. But Danny Jacobs walks away with the win and he improves to 37 and three. Gabe Rosado takes another loss. Uh, but I think, I think he'll be, uh, he'll be fine for definitely for a few more fights, uh, before he, he calls it a career. So with that said, the other, the other takeaway from this is that, um, Demetrius Andre, uh, who's a champ at 160, was supposed to have a non-title fight with Dusty uh, Harris and Hernandez. Uh, Hernandez ended up testing positive for COVID, and that fight fell through. And again, Andre was not on the undercard, and he's going to sit around. I believe they're going to try to find him a fight as early as February now. So he, a, a big and active year for him. This, ha- this year had a lot of promise for him, a big and active year. Uh, he hasn't fought since January, so now he'll be going on a 12 to 13 month layoff by the time he finds another opponent and gets back in that ring. Uh, nonetheless, uh, I'll leave you all with this uh, brief recap and thank you guys for tuning in once again to uh, the Tomatolito Show. Talk to you all soon.